Listener Production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 16th of October. Radio, that's Andy's go. Here's Mike to take care of the sponsor stuff and we'll be right back to hear what year Andy chose to remember that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. Hame, we must get our stuff together on October 16 because it's a rich vein oh, of fun things. Great. What do we got? Shows in 04, which is a Saturday morning show. Wow. We've got this is, uh, we found some of that audio, got it off CDs for this what did, what second. Did we, what did we do in 04? Well, I've got a little grab for us, but yeah, great. we were on Victorian only at the time, Melbourne only. Yep. And we used to finish the show um, with a suburban anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, we just sing a song about a suburb. Yes. So we would basically look for a suburb. Very difficult to do in retrospect. It was great. It was easy for suburbs like St Kilda who have very much an identity and you can make a lot of jokes. Unless you, this is the one you've got. I remember Werribee, which yep. is where the sewage treatment plant is. Yeah. Um, to let it be. To let it be. Yeah. Um we, no, I've got Belgrave and it doesn't really strike okay, me. They've got Puffing Billy. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of, it's the foot of the Dandenongs, Belgrave. I can't remember what pop song we tried to rhyme Belgrave with. Britney Spears' Slave for You. Oh, yeah. Belgrave. Pro- pro- probably not even out yet. Yeah, you're maybe. right, 2004. Um, um, maybe uh, Save Tonight by, you know, that song, uh, Save Tonight, Belgrave it, it probably will. Tonight. It probably will be that because I think whatever, cherry. whatever comes up in your mind is probably the same thing that would have happened to you back then. Like, you know, probably follows the same neural pathways. Well, this is as old as we get kind of thing, 2004. And, but people would nominate them too. That was the other thing. People would write in be like, please. Well, not yeah. that many people because it was <laughs> people, but like, you know, a handful of people would contact the show and go, you know, oh, yeah, do one for our suburb. And it was a way to really appear local, which uh, the oh, yeah, station had told get, us you really want to be local. You want to get, get local. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I've got it for us. Only a snippet. I don't know what we what uh, rhyme we went I, with. I reckon, I reckon you'd be close. Here we go. The 16th of October, 2004. Belgrave's all right. You've got it. It's a lot closer than long. Come tomorrow. Or the next day. You can hang out with my mate, Sean. We're better than Belgrade in Yugoslavia. Because we're not at war and that remains the plan. We've got heaps of trees, so we're scared of fire. At 18 degrees, it's a total fire ban. We have a witch, and she can be seen. Her name is Kerry Culkins, she's in teen magazines. Takes ages to get here by the train. It'd be really handy if you had a plane. Belgrave's alright, we're not by the sea, but who wants that? We've got bushwalks and Devonshire tea, Belgrave's alright. Belgrave's all right. Fade it out, Andy. Okay, okay. Belgrave's all right. That was good. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Belgrave's no, all right. No, fade it. Okay. Oh, 
<laughs> was it great? It's not great. I now remember. I was like, what's all this stuff about a witch? People would write in. That's what we used to say. We're like, tell us about your suburb. So we'd do like a blurb right. beforehand and okay. then dazzle the listeners by fitting in some of the factoids like we have a witch into the song David before Shin. their very ears, we would we would we would weave in references like Devonshire tea, which is four syllables yeah. into a spot that required a lyric that was one <laughs> syllable. That's as bad as I as bad as it gets. As, as it gets. <laughs> That's as bad as it gets. And no wonder we talk about our boss saying, cut out the singing when you guys get yeah. keep going. He's probably heard that and go, of course. I mean we're going to put you in a more prominent slot, slot but you can't dish out that stuff. You're in, you're in, you know, think of how you'd be like you're in charge of a radio station that's like the number one yeah. FM hit yeah. music, like trying to be cutting edge radio station. You're bringing out Jason Derulo or whatever. Yeah. You've got these guys on Saturday morning <laughs> singing eagle eyed cherry songs about Belgrave with, and then just not fitting some lyrics in some spots. We, just, we, just going quiet for a bit because you've got nothing to put in. <laughs> It also stinks of October 16, where we've had the idea early in the year. Yep. We've hit oh, your yeah. Richmond's, right. St Kilda's, you know, the really big suburbs and then they're going, okay, now we're doing Belgrave and we're like, should we stop this segment or should we nope. just get... we still have nine, 98 <laughs> suburbs to go. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, Brighton, easy. Yeah. Oh, there's others. Uh, but uh, there's others. anyway, that was uh, embarrassing but great to listen back to. 2008, Brian McFadden was back on. Oh, he's always on. Get off the show, yeah, McFadden. Yeah, but he re- everyone really loved him in Australia. It's like we had a cat flap. He could just come and go as he pleases. 2017, Chris Hemsworth and Mark Ruffalo. 2017. Yeah, yep, on okay. for Thor Ragnarok, I reckon it would have been. And is, that, is that film that old? It's 27. It's only four years old. I thought it was more recent than that, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, remember, COVID year just flew by with nothing really coming out. Of yeah, it. you're right. You're right. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. We also that same day had our first rehearsal of We Are The Champions with oh, you, Jack, yes. and I playing in our Cool Boys in the Frontman band. It's an interesting thing to listen back to any of the Cool Boys stuff because in our heads mm. it sounds absolute stadium studio yep. quality. It yep. sounds like Queen. Doing, yeah. And unfortunately when you listen back and, it doesn't. So that's why I'm not going back there. And for the but it, it, it is the levels. It's the levels it was recorded at, which is a shame because our engineering department at it the radio is, station is so good. Yeah, but they but just Somehow any time they're yeah. recording our band stuff, they're just off. Yeah. It's just not – the sound's too thin. Mm. They just can't record sounds it properly. tune at times. In the room it sounds Wicked. wicked. But unfortunately, when iPhones try and pick it up yep. or, or the radio station's equipment, they just really drop the ball and their recordings are terrible. So you're just going to have to take our word for it. Mm. In the room, mm. it sounds epic. Yep. And it's, awesome. it's just a shame that that's never been able to be captured. And some bands, it's very hard to capture them. They've got such a live feel, but it's very hard to capture them on tape. And I guess and they're that's one of, us. We're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even going to list the other stuff because we might get this date again and then that'll yeah, fill. But we've got plenty from other, other years. But what I wanted to hone in on is in 2006, it was Fred's first race. Oh, bastard. So we bet on me to win Cleo Batch of the Year. Yeah, by this stage you'd won it. We'd won it. We'd bought a greyhound. For $10,000 because we won that money. And then we were touring a greyhound. And we just asked people, anyone, it's the people's, a people's dog, a people's greyhound, 
come down to Sandown, I believe, mm-hmm. the race was at. Because we were like, we're going to tour him around. We're going to yep. take him around the nation. Yep. And we were really hopeful of this amazing race where our, the people's dog, the people's greyhound, was going to have his first ever run. You and I had kind of <laughs> owner's suits on as we went out to oh, Sandown. Sorry, I was like... This wasn't the time I was in the helmet. No, that was the next year. <laughs> that was after the Grand Prix. I lost a bit. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the op shop, bought ourselves a couple of beautiful suits. Yep. And cowboy hats. Cowboy hats. Mm. So we really felt the part. I think we had the pencil ties too, like the thin, like, yes. Yeah, yep. But we were overwhelmed when we got out there. It was the first, because it was our first year. You don't really know how many people listening. The listener parties get filled up because people want to come and see uh, Jessica Malboy sing yeah. and have a free beer. But when you just see it, it was the first kind of experience where we we're like, anyone can come, open slather, let's go for it. And seeing over a thousand people come and watch a Greyhound and the Greyhound Racing Association just overwhelmed. Well, it was just like a random Tuesday night or something going, oh, you normally get about a dozen people <laughs> wandering down. Yeah. So this will be a big one for us. Mm. Um, before we listen, though, yeah. we should let Mike do oh, his. Of course. You know. Go on, your mic. Well done, Mikey. So, um, Haim, here we I'm go. I'm not going to give away how it went. We were both remember how the dog went. I actually can't remember. You don't? I do, but I think this might be better to listen back. Where do you think? I don't think he won his first race. Let's have a listen. The 16th of October, 2006. Brent Bassett has absolutely been the people's dog and rather than just sit here and tell you what happened last night, what we've prepared is a little bit of a... A little bit of a montage of exactly what went down last night, Andy, both trackside. Because mm, we're at the Sandown Ra- Greyhound Racing Club in Melbourne we were there last night for his first race. Race first four. Race of his Oz Tour. The Hamish and Andy Stakes. Race four. Fred Bassett was dog number one. This is a little bit of a mix. Uh, what, what went to air on Sky Channel and what was happening trackside in the crowd at Fred Bassett's first race. There's a huge crowd out here at Sandown this evening, a huge crowd. Run, Fred, run. Think of all the chicken nuggets he'll get after the race. Go, Fred. <laughs> beautiful. My dog, Barjas, would love a toy boy like Fred. Go, Fred. Very rarely do you see the crowd lining the fence like they have here this evening. There's a hero born. Uh, his name's Fred Bassett, and he's about to uh, run, I dare say, the race of his lifetime here. Yeah, this is uh, look, it's his first race. He's on fresh legs, golden legs, mm. inside, on out, the outside of the black. I think that uh, Fred Bassett, now the channel and Prince is out, is certainly the one to beat. Well, we're in the owner's circle. We were some of the other owners. Going to be professional in the owner's circle. Your dog drinks milk. He's a cat. And uh, there's no need to psych him out. We're all professionals here. We're all owners. We're all lovers of greyhounds. I saw your dog chasing a mouse. So that's fine. That's just gentle, professional ribbing. There he gets it. Moving in. He's all over them. Number six is actually trying to run off the track. Doesn't want to race. It'll be tough to get in the box. Scared, I'd suggest. And the green light on. Set the go now. And Fred is already out in front by about three lengths on his way to the box. He's absolutely he's absolutely loving it. Fred Bassett's trying to begin on the inside on top end and he won the start. Then I hit the side clear casual Erickson. Fred Bassett going up on the inside. Out of the straight and Fred Bassett went for the rails. Pushed to the outside top end of the down the and Fred Bassett losing a bit of ground there. And casual Erickson later by about four lengths out of Intaka. Oh, followed from the back by Bergman. Fred Bassett went out to the tail. Rolak and TSA die out. And top end of the turn. Casual Erickson. No fair. Reach wild. Casual Erickson tackled by Mintaka. 
Fred Bassett. Who switched the dog? It's a dead heat between number seven, Casual Lyrics. And number one. And eight, Mentaka. Oh. And the time is 30 and 23. Oh. We actually got it back. Fred Bassett has come dead last. Oh, my. By an absolute mile. We he didn't have. even... He stopped for a cigarette on the far side. Someone's yelled shoelace. He's fallen for the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> I'm devastated. I can't begin to describe this scene. People are booing. There'll obviously be some sort of protest. It will uphold that to the full extent of the law. Oh, God. I'd I like mean... to test those other dogs for traces of wolf blood because I think they picked on him. I can definitely smell Red Bull on the other dog's breath. I can only describe it as, as shattering. Uh, maybe the nuggets weren't the best idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might move him onto the deli choices menu. <laughs> Dead last I by did, about I for- eight lengths. I forgot that he came last. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the night was awesome. Hearing, you know, remembering the crowd, it gives you tingles. Yes. The reason I wasn't sure that he won... Mm. I was like, no, I don't think he did win. We were just so excited to have him, and yep. we were so, and he was just like, such a, he was a great dog. Because then we went on the national tour. Yeah. Because Perth was the last leg, and he was going for the hat trick. Because then he won in Sydney, he yep. won in Adelaide, mm-hmm. and he I beat Nitrix in Adelaide. Beat Nitrix, he's an arch nemesis. And then, and you were doing. Thank God you're here. That was for the Sydney, in Brisbane. Oh, for the Brizzy leg. Brizzy leg. Yeah. And so, um, you, I wasn't there for the second. You weren't there, but. You were backstage and you called me, called and said, how did it go? And I said, good news, Fred Bassett's won. won. And you told me that you uh, told the crowd there that Fred Bassett had won. told the crowd, got a smattering of cheers from those that knew what I was talking about. (laughs) Then we were in Adelaide. Adelaide was a huge... That was unreal. Like yep. the Adelaide crowd was amazing. Yeah, just under two thousand. But then the then Perth we, crowd Perth was, was phenomenal. Yep. I think it was about five thousand people at the track. Just yep. banners, like "Marry Me, Fred." Because yeah. at that stage, he was going for a hat trick. Had Shane Warne call up and tell him how to behave when you're on a hat trick. <laughs> Great remembering. God, it was good. Listener.